Welcome to Attuning to Your Abundance with Dr. K, a weekly one-hour radio show with a focus on recognizing everyday abundance in your life. I call my listeners Abundant Journey Walkers because we walk and grow together on our journey of expansion. Our mantra is, anything is still possible for you. We use positive topics, affirmations, music, poetry, and writing prompts. Attuning to Your Abundance was birthed in the middle of a pandemic to inspire our audience to create new ways of recharging, connecting, and going forward. Attuning to Your Abundance is part of Dr. K's Abundance Enterprise, which includes motivational speaking, wellness workshops, staff development trainings, and Zoom conversational Spanish classes. I can be reached at drkworkshops at gmail.com. That is d-r-k-w-o-r-k-s-h-o-p-s at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. Calling all flippers, investors, property fixers, and wholesalers in need of information or support. Call someone who knows the ins and outs of the business. Somebody who is experienced on home buying and the resale of homes. That person is JoLynn Hohenstein of Wholesale Deal Estate. Whether you are a novice or expert, call JoLynn today. 206-708-5107 or email wholesaledealestate at gmail.com. That's W-H-O-L-E-S-A-L-E-D-E-L-E-S-T-A-T-E at gmail.com. Call JoLynn today. Are you ready to tap into the creative in you? There's something special. Do you have an idea you don't know how to give birth to? It's a better yet. Are you stuck and know you need to move, but not sure how to? Well, call Yogi. Let this spoken word author graphic designer and all-around creative show you how to go from motionless to momentum all you have to do is schedule one creative consultant today at bit.ly creative consult that is bit.ly creative consult do it today change your life and let's get creative or feel free to email me at Y-O-G-I-I, the number two, I-S, at gmail.com. Look forward to hearing from you. Journey Walkers, 
you can be a sponsor of this show and help us uplift others to realize abundance is still possible, even during trying times. This message of hope and inspiration is changing lives and motivating people to begin anew or to keep going. For further information on how you can sponsor this program, contact me at drkworkshops at gmail.com. That is d-r-k-w-o-r-k-s-h-o-p-s at gmail.com. Good day, Abundant Journey Walkers. Today, our our topic is life-changing. The topic is clearing your mental doubts. Let's go to work. We start with a quote. You must eliminate from your thoughts all doubt and uncertainty that you will get well that you will succeed, that you will gain your point and get what you want. You may have uncertainty as to methods, but you must have none as to ultimate results. Wallace Waddles. We all have experienced times where we have hit a mental wall. Our ability to think clearly be creative and productive seems to be at a standstill. The way out does not appear to be possible and the answers are not coming. The energy and drive to get things done is gone and the ability to handle situations as they arise is not present. We feel as though we are at an impasse and no progress can be made. This is the emotional, mental, and energetic state where our system is on overload and has shut down. It is the place where logic and faith are butting heads. Logic asks, where is it? And faith says, when you see your desires, through your imagination and engage with it in your mind, it will show up in your physical. You must internally live within your desires, solutions, and answers first. In other words, you must see what is not physically apparent while showing excitement and gratitude as though you have it now. Here's a quote. The only place where your dream becomes impossible is in your own thinking. Robert Shuler. Someone may say with feelings of frustration and defeat, I do not have that kind of faith. Well... Let's see if that's true or not by reviewing some common experiences. 
When you reach to turn on the light switch, do you do it with fear or doubt? When you get in your car to start the ignition, do you say to yourself, it's probably not going to work? When you get ready to turn on the faucet to wash off the meal preparations, do you get knots in the pit of your stomach in anticipation of the water not coming through the faucet? These are everyday acts of faith, believe it or not. These are the examples of you expecting everything to go well. It does not occur to you that you would have to deal with a problem, an issue, or resistance. So, you see, you do have faith in some things. But this realization is a matter of expanding your expectations for your good. If you have faith for the light switch, the car ignition, and the faucet, you can have faith in your desires seemingly coming from nowhere to now here. Same letters, totally different meaning and experiences. Resilience is possible for you. Here's a quote. Each morning when I open my eyes, I say to myself, I, not events, have the power to make me happy or unhappy. I can choose which it shall be. Yesterday is dead. Tomorrow hasn't arrived yet. I have just one day, today, and I'm going to be happy in it. Groucher marks. Resilience is the ability to recover quickly from challenges and perceived setbacks, to be capable of being stretched and pulled out of measure, and then spring back into shape with little effort. For most, it is a common habit to allow fear, disappointment, and doubt to convince you that all is lost or that you should just totally give up. Take note, disappointment left unchecked can become a dream killer and you become convinced the way is too hard. Here's a quote. If you experience any, any emotion like frustration, hesitation, or anger, while planning your dream life means you need to clear some mental blocks. Haina Hashmi. Just because things are not going as you anticipated or resources and support are not showing up as quickly as expected or you received a no for your business or project you were, when you were so sure it was going to be a yes does not mean what you think it does. Question. How would you feel if you knew for sure 
something greater was being worked out for you by the divine. Have you considered that possibility yet? Here's a quote. Our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. Thomas Edison. To activate resilience in your life, you must teach yourself to pivot from the belief that everything is going wrong to something good is coming out of this, no matter what. These are the times where it is necessary to take on the mantra of Emma Curtis Hopkins. There is good for me and I ought to have it. Let me ask you, if there is good available for you and you ought to have it, shouldn't you expect it and be grateful? This is not about frantically awaiting a physical appearance to put you in a good state. It is about knowing from the inside out that things are always coming together for your highest good. This is true even when it doesn't seem like it. Think of building this mindset as similar to teaching a toddler to walk. In the beginning, the child stumbles, walks unsteady, and with uncertainty. Walking is new. Walking is different. Sometimes you take good steps, and sometimes you fall without warning. Start exactly where you are. Give yourself space to learn, grow, and expand. Instead of worrying about what may go wrong, begin to plan for what will always go right for you. As a divine creation, I'm point of light with unlimited access to the infinite field of possibilities and opportunities. Even when things do not happen exactly as you anticipated, teach yourself to confidently know that the divine is always backing and supporting your highest good. You can trust that for sure. We close out with this quote. Limiting beliefs and thoughts are created in the mind. These mental blocks must be clear to be happy. Only then the loving wisdom of the soul will open. Haina Hashmi Are you ready to tap into the creative 
in you is something special. Do you have an idea you don't know how to give birth to? It's a better yet. Are you stuck and know you need to move, but not sure how to? Well, call Yogi. Let this spoken word author, photographer, graphic designer, and all-around creative show you how to go from motionless to momentum. All you have to do is schedule one creative consultant today at bit.ly creative consult. That is bit.ly creative consult. Do it today. Change your life and let's get creative. Or feel free to email me at y-o-g-i-i, the number two, i-s, at gmail.com. Look forward to hearing from you. journey walkers you can be a sponsor of this show and help us uplift others to realize abundance is still possible even during trying times this message of hope and inspiration is changing lives and motivating people to begin anew or to keep going for further information on how you can sponsor this program Contact me at drkworkshops at gmail.com. That is D-R-K-W-O-R-K-S-H-O-P-S at gmail.com. Calling all flippers, investors, property fixers, and wholesalers in need of information or support. Call someone who knows the ins and outs of the business. Somebody who is experienced on home buying and the resale of homes. That person is JoLynn Hohenstein of Wholesale Deal Estate. Whether you are a novice or expert, call JoLynn today. 206-708-5107. Or email wholesaledealestate at gmail.com. That's W-H-O-L-E-S-A-L-E-D-E-L-E-S. S-T-A-T-E at gmail.com. Call JoLynn today.
many conversational Spanish. Here are three reasons to consider learning conversational Spanish. Number one, learning conversational Spanish sharpens your brain. Research shows that people who speak more than one language improve their memory, have stronger ability to multitask, and better listening skills. Number two, learning conversational Spanish enhances your problem-solving and critical thinking skills, and improves concentration. Number three, learning conversational Spanish expands your creativity. The learning process causes your creative abilities to naturally grow. As you learn a new language, you have to think about creative ways to communicate with the words that you know in your new language. This creativity forms new brain pathways and carries over to other creative endeavors. Let's look at this week's words. It is time for conversational Spanish. Our words today will be clothes, ropa, Let's begin. Shirt, camisa, pants, pantalones, shorts, pantalones corto, shoes, zapatos, socks, calcetines, jacket, Chacueta, coat, abrigo, hat, sombrero. Let's do it again. Shirt, camisa, shirt, camisa, pants, pantalones, pants, Pantalones, shorts, pantalones corto, shorts, pantalones corto, shoes, zapatos, shoes, zapatos, socks, 
Calcedines, socks, calcedines, jacket, chaqueta, jacket, chaqueta, coat, abrigo, coat, abrigo, hat. Sombrero, hat, sombrero, blouse, blusa, blouse, blusa, skirt, falda, skirt, falda, dress, Vestido, dress, vestido, boots, las botas, boots, las botas. Now here are your bonus words. Pants and shirt, pantalones y camisa, pants and shirt. Pantalones y camisa. Socks and shoes. Calcetines y zapatos. Calcetines y zapatos. feature today will be a reading from my book what grandmother knew about the law of attraction and how she taught us which can be purchased at www.lulu.com slash Karen Entrant again that is www.lulu.com L-U-L-U dot com slash K-A-R-E-N 
E-N-T-R-A-N-T-T. Today, I read a portion of The Excellence Story. Whatever you do, do it with excellence. My grandmother's best friend was our beloved babe. That's what we called her. Babe and her husband, Dad, provided me as a child in my first upcoming years all the love and joy that a child would want to have. Babe was in her 80s when I was born. She was 5'8", brown like pecans, with a slight shadowing of a mustache, which she never shaved. And she was easily over 300 pounds. She had a firm voice mixed with tenderness. She was my godmother and my father's godmother. She took care of me while my parents worked until I became school age. It was one of the most loving environments I have ever experienced until this day. As I began to look back some 50 years later, the gifts became even more precious and tender. For I am awakening to what I was actually seeing way back then. I now have the honor of bringing those principles into my now and sharing it with others. Babe had always been a day worker, meaning she cleaned the houses of the rich white folks in the surrounding suburbs. By the time I came along, she no longer worked outside the home, yet she worked and earned money all the time. The rich people came from near and far to have Babe do their laundry and iron their clothes. Her system was probably 50 or 60 years old by then. She got up early in the morning, hung the clothes out on the line, at first sun, with the wooden clothespins. The clothes blew in the breeze and warmth of the sun, even when it was cold. She made her own starch with a powdered mix of Argo cornstarch and another blue liquid product I've long forgotten. She knew the exact water to powder ratio to get the clothing to look like they had been professionally ironed by a dry cleaner. She had an old-fashioned iron with a black and white cloth cord. It looked like it was one step removed from when you had to heat the iron on the stove. Babe always did her ironing in the sitting room while she watched her stories on the 17-inch black-and-white TV, which remained her only TV in her beautiful home until I was an adult. I think her children later bought her a 24-inch color one, but her favorite was still the 17-inch black-and-white. 
She had her system, rows of baskets separated by items and customers, wired hangers, and big hooks on the back of the cellar door for her to hang the clothes up as she finished. If she noticed a missing or loose button on the pristine white business shirts, a loose line hem on a dress, or some minor repair work needed, she took out her sewing kit, which were large pretty tins that had once held Christmas fruitcake. They now held every imaginable color of thread and size needle. Most importantly were the thimbles. She had rubber thimbles, silver thimbles of all different sizes. She always used a thimble when she was sewing. She had natural breaks that she would take and would cook me and dad food fit for kings and queens. Oh, could she cook? Sometimes she'd stop and visit with friends in the neighborhood who would stop by. She always had plenty to share and lived a full life before my young eyes. Her house was always peaceful and a certain synergy and rhythm. Her attention to detail and her excellent service caused her to be paid well. How do I know? Although I never actually saw the exchange of money, I could tell both by the customer and babe were pleased and there was light-hearted spirit of satisfaction in the air. Although I was not consciously aware of it at the time, I used these principles my grandmother and babe taught me regularly when I became a dog. One of those times when, when I moved to a new state and was looking for a job. I was trained and certified, had plenty of experience and a college degree. I thought it would be relatively easy to find a job. The economy was good and I anticipated I would have a job any day. Well, any day didn't seem to turn out as I expected. I thought to myself, what's taking so long? They wanted me to have experience in their state. I thought to myself, well, if you give me a job, I will have it. I had worked in group homes for the mentally ill early on in my career. So when I saw an ad that had an opening not far from where I lived, I applied and got the job. It paid minimum wage. They got a highly experienced person for minimum wage. I got my foot in the door. It was a beautiful home with four men who had been institutionalized most of their lives, now transitioning into the community. Until another woman and I were hired, it had been staffed by all men, usually college students, who needed the flexibility of working various shifts on different days. One of the things I noticed I could help with, my first day there, 
was the linen closet and the client's rooms were totally disorganized. Towels and sheets mixed together, sheet sets not put together, everything sort of balled up on the shelf. I suggested to my co-worker, we could start the day by organizing the linen closet. I took the two back rooms and she took the front room. The first room's resident was a man severely developmentally delayed and mentally ill and had limited verbal communication skills. After completing the morning routine of the shift, I began to organize the closet. Before I started, I asked him, would he like me to organize his linen? And he said yes. His bedroom faced the backyard and always got the first sun. I began my task with the sun shining through the window and the picture of lush green grass growing in the backyard. I was happy to be employed and to be able to give service in this simplistic way. When I finished, I showed him how organized the linen closet was and where everything belonged. He clapped his hands. I was told a week later by staff, he always pulled the linen off the shelves and left it on the floor as though he was angry. It was surprising to the staff. Once the closet was organized, he stopped that behavior. He did not pull the linen off the shelves anymore. There were other simplistic things that I did on my shift that made it comfortable for the clients and practical, practical for my coworkers. Everyone was so appreciative of the extra help. Suggestions and organization. Now listen to this part. Within 30 days of working at the group home, I got a $2 an hour raise. Two weeks after that, I got a bonus. Two weeks after the raise plus the bonus, a management position became available at the main office. When I told my supervisor I was going to apply for the position, she called the owner of the company and told her to go ahead and put an ad in the paper for the group home position because my work was excellent and I would get the job. I did get the job and two weeks after I got the management position, I got a management raise. Two weeks later, I got another bonus. In less than four months, I went from minimum wage to multiple raises, bonuses, and a management position. I worked in excellence at minimum wage, which opened the door for me to work in excellence in a management position. Having worked in the group home first gave me the insight I needed to really know what the direct service people were doing and support they needed. I had an inside understanding of the shift 
and the clients. The information I received as a minimum wage employee was priceless and a necessary step for the next round of the ladder. When I became manager, every now and then a staff person was sick or had a family emergency and could not work their shift. If another staff was not available as a supervisor, I would have to cover that shift. Going back into the group home during those times was easy breezy because I already knew the lay of the land. I knew each of the clients and their routine, including medications. Most importantly, the clients knew me. I was not a disturbance to their natural rhythms. I had the same skills when I was hired for minimum wage as I did when I was hired for the management position. The only difference was they had experienced it for themselves. I didn't need job references when I applied for the management position. Everyone who had experienced my work, from the clients to the supervisor, could and did speak for me. The owner of the company knew my work before me before we ever met. Whatever you do, do it in excellence. I did not have a game plan of how I would impress people and they would put in a good word for me. I went to work in gratitude and did what I saw needed to be done. I did not spend my time focusing on all the things I did not want, such as the minimum pay for entry-level position. I focused on all the wonderful things about this opportunity. I worked in a beautiful setting. I was working in my field of mental health. I got to see the various stages of each client's diagnosis and how they responded to this new environment. That was very interesting and informative to me. I worked less than seven miles from where I lived, which allowed me to lay in the bed an extra 15 or 20 minutes because I didn't have to worry about traffic or gas, which is an extra delight for someone who was not a morning person. For me, there was so much to be grateful for. I knew the other stuff would work itself out. If I had to went to work in anger and angst and frustration, I could not have received the goodness that was waiting for me. Here's a quote by Booker T. Washington. Excellence is to do a common thing in an un- common way. Thank you.
Calling all flippers, investors, property fixers, and wholesalers in need of information or support. Call someone who knows the ins and outs of the business. Somebody who is experienced on home buying and the resale of homes. That person is JoLynn Hohenstein of Wholesale Deal Estate. Whether you are a novice or expert, call JoLynn today. 206-708-5107 or email wholesaledealestate at gmail.com. That's W-H-O-L-E-S-A-L-E-D-E-L-E-S-T-A-T-E at gmail.com. Call JoLynn today. Are you ready to tap into the creative in you? There's something special. Do you have an idea you don't know how to give birth to? It's or better yet, are you stuck and know you need to move, but not sure how to? Well, call Yogi. Let this spoken word author graphic designer and all-around creative show you how to go from motionless to momentum all you have to do is schedule one creative consultant today at bit.ly creative consult that is bit.ly creative consult do it today change your life and let's get creative or feel free to email me at Y-O-G-I-I, the number two, I-S, at gmail.com. Look forward to hearing from you. journey walkers you can be a sponsor of this show and help us uplift others to realize abundance is still possible even during trying times this message of hope and inspiration is changing lives and motivating people to begin anew or to keep going for further information on how you can sponsor this program Contact me at drkworkshops at gmail.com. That is D-R-K-W-O-R-K-S-H-O-P-S at gmail.com. Abundant Journey Walkers, it is time for our meditation moment. A time and space to release the busyness of the day, perhaps challenges that you have faced or unexpected events. Listen to the music with the mindset that all is well, no matter what. 
Abundance Journey Walkers, you can be a sponsor of this show and help us uplift others to realize abundance is still possible, even during trying times. This message of hope and inspiration is changing lives and motivating people to begin anew or to keep going. For further information on how you can sponsor this program, contact me at drkworkshops at gmail.com. That is d-r-k-w-o-r-k-s-h-o-p-s at gmail.com. This is Dr. K. Mahina Intro, the Abundance Ambassador, signing off. It has been my absolute pleasure to remind you of the joy of recognizing everyday abundance. If you can believe it, surely you can achieve it. If you have enjoyed this show, invite others to tune in. You can listen to previous shows by going to 1150kknw.com and clicking on the Attuning to Your Abundance podcast. See you next week, 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast.